Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Never bring it up. Welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Lady if you're watching journey. on YouTube, give us a little likey likey. Me likey. Yeah. Just lightly. People like it when we say just lightly. Lightly tap it. Give lightly us a little follow. It. Follow, follow. Um, subscribe because we are trying to grow our YouTube. And you, if you do not want any um, YouTube. Light ads. Light ads. Very light. It's the lightest ads you've ever seen. Then go to our Patreon and subscribe because we've got a lot of new Patreon members. We have bonus episodes. We have recipe threads. Recipe thread every Saturday. Although I think. No, I remembered this Saturday. Uh, we release uh, a, a new Patreon in the morning. A new Patreon uh, every Saturday morning that you can have with your coffee and, dare I say, your croissant. Yes, I did a what's in the bag, and then we usually do little mini pods. Mini pods, and sometimes we tell secrets on there. Yes. <laughs> sometimes we name names. Yes. And then we say, we beg everyone to not release it. <laughs> into the world well i want to i want to welcome our new patreon members um this one is for hilly we've got hilly on board welcome hi hilly hilly you're amazing um this is a look at how gorgeous this is it's a piece of dalmatian jasper oh my gosh polka dots are in yeah they are they're timeless this dalmatian dalmatian jasper hilly this is imbuing you with a sense of playfulness ooh, and enjoying the small things which is what lady journey is all about uh, okay ooh, this the isn't smaller one of those, the better yeah the smaller the better this Less is not one stuff. of those podcasts where we talk about the um seven course meal that we had in london or <laughs> taking a private jet to the azores okay because we are not doing that we're um we're making, making the best of your chili's meal yes yeah <laughs> So you can we, have a nice dining experience. Yes. We are talking about chain restaurants that we've been to. We're making soup. And um, and this is a podcast for the working girl and boy. Yes. But we would love to be able to get to the London meals. Uh, but we can't. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. But we're here with you. Okay. We're not better than you. We will never we be are, better than you. We will never. We That is our promise. Yes. Please follow the podcast and help us grow, but we're never going to get too big. Yeah. We're never going to get too big. Now, um, this is, uh, oh my gosh, how gorgeous is this? This can is a piece of aura quartz. Can I tell you, when you hold this, it looks fake, like it should be in a He-Man playset. I, I was thinking it was plastic, but it's weight to it. This is actually, I believe, a lab-created gemstone. Okay. Quartz. So this is actually like grown in a lab. However, it is still a crystal. Um, and this is for Siren. And so Aura Quartz Siren aids in embracing childlike curiosity. Isn't that mm. fun? I read that today and I was like, oh my gosh, I need this in my life. I need so this Aura Quartz. Somebody made this in the lab and then they were like, what? metaphysical benefits does this have yeah i think that they assigned it or maybe they divined it i don't know <laughs> you know like let me hold it and like see what i'm coming up with like mm, ooh, very curious mm. okay and again um our gemstone donation is now sponsored by greenwood lake yoga so please check it out greenwoodlakeyoga.com they have a bunch of incredible yoga retreats i have been on one it was one of the most healing journeys i have ever experienced and they have amazing classes i can't tell you how great the classes are and if you listen to our yoga episode, you know I do appreciate this. Their classes are not through the roof. They are reasonable 
and you will learn the art of yoga. So Greenwood Lake Yoga, check it out if you're in the New York, New Jersey area. Yeah. Uh, now today, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Katie just, you went on, we were saying two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. I was in Aruba. To Aruba for two weeks. I was in Aruba for two weeks. And let me tell you. Such an insane amount of time. It was so, I mean, it luxurious. is. Luxurious. Luxurious. For shows, right? Beautiful. It, I did go for shows. I was working at the famous Aruba Race Comedy Club, which is a lovely um, activity if you ever find yourself down there. And uh, I, I have to tell you, though, like, I, it, this was technically a working vacation. So I was doing some work, but I did have also several days off to enjoy the, the sun, the sand, the sea. I love Aruba. It, I am a one of those people that's like it's my fifth time on the island (laughs) (laughs) but I have to say like coming back though like I I feel when I come back from a vacation it is so jarring it is trauma I I yes feel like I am being framed for a murder it's so unfair yeah you're like this isn't me I didn't I don't do this I don't do (laughs) dishes I don't wash clothes I don't take the train this is not who I am it's so that's why I like doing the one day off after the vacation oh yes a buffer day a buffer day to do laundry have maybe go to the movies out to eat grocery store shopping which we are going to get into oh yes um but yes, it is on vacation once you're back into your... That's why it's psychotic. I remember like uh, coming back from a vacation at midnight and then being at work the next day and you're like this... what? That yeah. was horrific. So upsetting because in your mind, in your pre-vacation mind, you think like, I want to be there for as long as possible. Yes. But you really do need to have a little bit of a buffer day just so you can be like, I'm okay. Do you ever, this is... Cry I, hysterically the yes. day after I come back from a vacation. <laughs> I did this year. It's um, unfair. Because everything hits you. And I think part of it has to do with when you're on a vacation, you do, and I was like really, really hoping to do this, have a couple days where I'm not doing any work and I slowly detach to the point where I'm not thinking of it at all. And you're happy again and you're not like <laughs> comparing yourself yeah. to others as much because you're not really yeah. online as much and then... You're not thinking about what you need to do for your career. Yeah. And then, but then you have, you come back and it hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Responsibility. Back to life. Back to reality. Yeah. And you're like, do people even remember who I am? Yeah. (laughs) Have I quit? It's me, Katie. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Do you guys know me? (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But now I'm, I'm through, I'm through the transition. I've been back now for um, a week and a half. So I'm back to my regular self. How long? You were there. And during pandemic time, weren't you there for like a month? We were there during the pandemic for, we were there for nine weeks and then we left and we came back and we went, we went back for a month and we were just doing shows. We were just living in the hotel because, you know, they had no tourism down there. So, um, they just, all these hotels were empty and we were, we were working at the comedy club that was in the hotel. So they just had a deal and it just worked out and it was one of the best experiences of my life and I got to know it was the longest I've ever lived outside of uh, a place other than New York and Indiana yeah actually and I got to know the culture of Aruba and it's so incredible I remember being in that hotel eventually uh, walking by the gift stores the first time of like the jewel big jewelry stores down mm-hmm. there that you're like mm-hmm. oh no not getting that it, none of that appeals to me and then like the weekend you're like you know what I think I really like that palm tree necklace yeah you're like let's just browse around (laughs) 
Let's just go in and browse around. Well, I did go in some jewelry stores. Nothing, nothing concrete. But I did actually decide to go in and look at a few jewelry stores with my boyfriend, Michael. Just as a little seeing what's in there, looking what? around. A lot of people do buy jewelry on the island. They as do because it's now. tax free, right? It's tax free and it's cheaper. However, I do think that if I buy a piece of jewelry with my boyfriend, that would be a symbol of our commitment to each other. I may go for lab created. I'm a little conflicted about buying a diamond because of the blood. As you know, I'm a hero. <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't know. So we didn't get anything. But but yeah, I know. Like when you go down there, you're like, oh, my God, who would wear this huge honking like Tanzanite ring? And then you're like, I think I would. <laughs> I think I need a cocktail ring. That's seven carrots. I think I could fit that in there somewhere. Yeah. Mm, I love the island. So so um, the hotel is new now. They've they've moved the club to a different hotel. And this is a bit more of a uh, it's a, a little bit less of a. Uh, short-term stay more of a long-term stay vibe so it's kind of more of a uh, timeshare vibe and kitchen right kitchen little kitchenette and I have to say I almost bought a timeshare and good thing my lover stopped me because (laughs) I was like but you know because you're starting to like think about it and you're like well I mean I can't really do math but this seems like a deal based on the fact that everyone's telling me that it is Uh, I've had a free breakfast I'm drunk on a mimosa (laughs) and I'm ready to make the mistake of a lifetime but I pulled back from I pulled back from it I I was I went to the brink why does Timeshare has a negative connotation, right? It's a scam. But why is it still being pushed on us? Well, I don't think it's... The reason that it's a scam is because you're led to believe... It's for somebody who say, like, me, where you're like, wow, $12,000. Like, I could own my own home that I could go to for four days a year. Yeah. Like, you buy it and you do own it for life but then you also have to pay like a cleaning fee on top of it so it's like you paid twelve thousand dollars but then you have to pay seven thousand dollars and then you know you don't know what's going to happen over the course of your lifetime of a building like Mm. this building could be fall into bad disrepair it could change management and they they already have your twelve thousand dollars so you could then try to sell sell it back you know I I think that's where you start to fall into trouble but but if you think about it, they are selling you just going to the same hotel over and over. Yes. Like you could spend $12,000 and you could just go on a vacation every year. But the, you, because you're putting it all on one spot, you think that, oh, like this is my vacation home. It's not. It's no, not a vacation It's just a home. hotel that you're kind of this is subscription just, free for. It's just a hotel. Yeah. It's a hotel that you're going and staying in the same room every year and you feel like that's your home, but it's <laughs> just a hotel. So I think that's I think that's why it's kind of like like got a scammy vibe. And they're always doing stuff like like this is how they reeled me in. They were like, Oh, we would like to invite you to breakfast. I was thinking they were inviting me to breakfast because I was a comedian. Yeah. I was like, uh, of uh, course uh, I'll yes. be there for the people. That makes sense. And they said, you know, um, we'll offer you a beautiful gift. I said, you had me at beautiful. Yes. It's a, f- a football phone. Ha- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> had me at beautiful. Had me a gift. Um, but so I didn't get a timeshare. But anyway, so this the where we were staying was a bit more of like a long-term stay vibe um, compared to the high-rise hotel section of Aruba, which is where I have stayed before. I loved this because we were staying by one of the best grocery stores I have ever been to in my entire life. With This is kicking off our journey of grocery stores. 
Sarah, when I tell you they had a bakery in there, they have a bakery. I'm talking like 50 different types of bread alone made at the bakery every day. I had, I got a loaf of sourdough. I actually considered, I was like, should I call international to tell you about the sourdough? I was like, <laughs> cause I'm like, Mike, this is the best sourdough. He's like, uh, whatever. Sure. He's like, oh, whatever. You know, I don't eat bread. I'm like, someone needs to know about this because I had the best sourdough that I have ever had in my life. I love, it's so hard when you're dealing with somebody that doesn't eat bread. I know. I know. Mike is, he's not a bread boy and that's okay. <laughs> he's not a bread man, but this, but they, so they had a gorgeous, it, the, the grocery store that we went to, it's called Superfoods. If you go to Aruba, you must go. I think I've been to a grocery store there and I remember it being quite large. Yeah. I think it was probably that. It's a really interesting vibe because Aruba was, um, colonized in, the 1600s by the Dutch. So Aruba has a lot of Dutch influence. They have the native island influence and they have Spanish and uh, other South American influence as well. So the grocery store is a really um, interesting mix of like tons of Dutch stuff, Gouda, um, tons of like native stuff. Like they have this incredible cashew cake that you can Mm. get there. This grocery store is so great though, because they have like, they had an olive bar. Love it. They had a, um, full section tons of cheeses they had a ton of prepared food oh my god it was so amazing and it well it's like this is this is probably gonna be very ignorant I wouldn't expect Aruba to have like a really great grocery store shopping experience well I don't think that they have a lot of really good grocery stores I think a lot of the grocery stores there are what we would call bodegas that's Yeah. yeah I was yes and I also feel like New York Grocery shopping experience here is awful. Terrible. That I find anywhere outside of New York to be a really great Oh, my experience. God. Get me to a Publix, okay? Like, Publix? Not that I want to be in Florida, but that is the best grocery store for me in my life. I'm into the Houston HEB one. It's really huge. Sometimes on Saturday, they'll have, like, a light jazz band playing. Oh, my God. It's light an experience. Jazz at the grocery store? Going to the grocery store because in... Places with cars, it is the experience because you can go there once a week where like I'm I went to my bodega three times yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, hey, it's me again. Yeah. Getting lunch. Getting I, soup. I go to the grocery store almost every single day and I don't know if it's because that is my I just have a pattern where I'm like, I need to escape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to <laughs> I need to escape my own mind. I need lemons. You well, know? the bo- New York bodega has become the target haven. Yes. Like something in here will make me feel better. And you what have, is it today? You have an amazing bodega, I have to say. I really like mine. You guys have, they have juice. They have pastries. The pastries, are they a five out of five? Certainly not. But they're there. They're there. It's and they're going to get the job done. If You can't go wrong with the buttery croissant. They oh don't really God. go stale. You like can't an, go wrong with a croissant. And then they have a deli section so you can get a pretty good sandwich Get your salad dressing on the side because they have made soup out of ranch for me there. Oh, a little ranch soup. Although I will say I was host at that bodega once because I went, this was one time after we were doing the podcast, you gave me the most insane meal idea. You were like, I just do ground beef with taco seasonings and then I eat it with sour cream and chips. And I was like, I'm having that tonight. (laughs) And I went there to get chips and it was $7 for a small bag of tortilla chips. I was like, no. I did Amy's soup last night, and you're like, 549? You might as well be getting soup at a diner in Manhattan. Yeah. 
I yeah, they have items that you're like, okay. Amy's. Fine. I used to love Amy's. I cannot. I do not have the budget. I don't have the budget for it. What is she's out of her goddamn mind? She's uh, Amy. Pull yourself together, <laughs> you bitch. I yeah. love a grocery store. I love I love going to the grocery store. And I actually, people are, you know, I, I don't even really understand this craze of people getting stuff, on, you know, on like Uber Eats because I've never been one to like order out food for myself because if I'm hungry, especially if I'm really hungry, like I don't want one meal, okay? I want 18 different parts yes. of several meals and I want to go through and eat them one at a time like a king. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is my, like, I love to go to the grocery store, just get a ton of stuff and then just open, open everything. Have well, I'm having one olive, one cube of cheese. Now I'm having a small tortilla chip. Yes. I wrote, get several items where I can rotate several meals throughout the week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where I'm like, this will be my lunch and then this can be my dinner and they're all different meals rather than eating like the same meal for every day yeah and, time and, of the day or like ordering out food too like you have to wait for it like and yeah. also I'm not saving any money by the way I think if anything I'm spending more money because I'm like I'll be like oh I should go to the grocery store that'll save money instead of getting Thai food and then I'm spending fifty dollars yeah the that, only that's thing what I want to do that I consider the best uh budget friendly takeout is Chinese food that I'm always like well, this is kind of like grocery shopping for the week. I've got yeah. five meals that I yeah. can eat here. Yeah. Yes. I, and Chinese food. Oh, God, the leftovers. So yummy. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm. I can eat it for a few days afterwards. What's your favorite thing to order for Chinese? I so I've been doing just like vegetable stuff. Like I like this eggplant and this like plum sauce Ooh, and I eat it just with yummy, rice. Yummy. And then I like just my just bro broccoli. Mm -hmm. And then um you know, any kind, like I like the dumpling stuff. So I get like the, oh, I, love, um, I love like veggie, veggie dumplings. dumplings, veggie yes. dumplings, boiled, boiled ginger sauce. I try, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> veggie dumplings. Yeah. With high sodium. Yeah. With, um, that's in white flour, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it is the healthier, healthier. Yes. Um, so I do that. And then I always joke that I, if whenever I need more Tupperware, I just order Chinese food. Oh yeah. See, I know I do that too. Where I'm like, well, I have to get it. Yes. This is actually the Dan Dan noodles have vitamins. Oh my God. I love Dan Dan noodles. Love, love a Dan Dan. Um, okay. So when we, so we, I, I don't know if people understand. I think the grocery store experience here in New York is awful because they never have all the items that you need. That's why I end up going to the grocery store like 17 times in a week because, well, number one, I do live by Trader Joe's, which I feel very fortunate, even though I would not consider them a real grocery store. But They're at least psychotic, they have. though. You have to get in line immediately. You walk into the store. You can you can only go to Trader Joe's. It, going to Trader Joe's feels like you are on the Titanic and it is going down. You It's immediately. like supermarket sweepstakes. Yeah. You have 10 minutes to get everything that you need. Yeah. And you're fighting a baby. Yeah. The baby is actively <laughs> fighting you. Um, Trader Joe's, I only go there. I literally will go there on like Wednesday at noon. Yeah. Or like Sunday morning at nine in the you morning. You got to go early. Because you can't. And they're out of a lot of stuff too. But but anyway, it's like 10 blocks away. All the grocery stores are far. So it's like then I'm carrying everything on my back like I'm a woman in the 1800s bringing water <sighs> to my village. I've had to take like little breaks, sit downs. Oh, you got to take a sit down. Yeah, got to take a sit down. You're like, yeah. you're just carrying like 30 pounds on each arm <laughs> and your shoulder. You're like, I'm going to get amazing arms from this. But it is. And then like 
the little bags are start becoming little strings so they're cutting your <laughs> fingers off. Yes, or you have it on your arms and then you take it off and then there's just red lines like <laughs> scarred into your arms. Yeah, that's the worst. I, I, I wish that I lived in a place where I could just take my Subaru electric, yes. my electric Subaru, oh, Subaru, load her up with, oh my gosh, because I, I do have a, my, my suburban fantasy is just loading up. But, you know, I will say going to the grocery store multiple times a week, sometimes you do need to do it because it helps cut down on food waste yes. and you have stuff that's fresher, like berries and stuff. Yes. And something, too, just I love, I love, like, getting off, you know, finishing my show early. Like, I actually had a show at Stand Up New York on Saturday. I had a show at Gotham, rushed up to Saturday, uh, Stand Up New York. This is Friday. And um, I'm like ru- rushing through my set, and like people are like, trying to chat to me. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, go Whole Foods is about to close. <laughs> yeah. Whole Foods is about to close. <laughs> and then I even, I even like took the subway to a place that's not even by where I live, so I could go to the Whole Foods and have more time there. Mm. So I love just Whole Foods again, also a scam, and it's run by Jeff Bezos. He sickens me, but I do love going there. I like their buffet. The oh. food buffet, it's a great, and Not they bad. have like cafeteria eating, so it's great there. But I cannot get behind paying the prices at Whole Foods, and I just think it's a scam. And we were talking about this earlier. Like, yeah. I'm, so I'm from Houston, and I feel like there's a lot of grocery stores that certain people just don't go to because it doesn't have the aesthetic of what I would consider um, pleasing to the white eye. To the white said, eye, right? yes. <laughs> um, and yeah. there's a, ah, J. Crew. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's got the cursive that I like that just yells white woman. Um, there's a grocery store that I like that I was like, ah, oh, people don't understand how great Fiesta is. Oh, and it was, yes. More of like a Hispanic grocery store, but it had the same items as like Whole Foods and it was less expensive and they also had Mm. way more international food. Oh, that's great. And also, if you ever get a chance, you really should check out Asian grocery stores because that is so much fun to go get candy from another country yes um they have flavor combinations you've never met i one of my favorite things to do is getting seafood at asian foods that you could um on the weekend we used to like going to hunt like get crab and i we figured out what crab was the best the meatiest by their legs yummy um i love crab they have like the weirdest stuff and it's like so much fun to like just check out weird little snacks that you're not used to yeah they don't carry it in the other grocery stores i was going to an asian grocery store it was h mart when i was in seattle when i was in u district and oh my god they had this incredible selection of fresh pastries and they were from pastries from all over like they had um they had like a specific um south korean bakery i tried a few things from there they had like a different japanese bakery oh my god it was so good and they were like also really um inexpensive that you're like i could just i just grabbed a couple brought them back to my hotel and it was like the perfect little thing to have like a little coffee and pastry in the morning and they have Mm. like fruits that you've never seen like that fruit that's supposed to be stinky but tastes like cheese or has smelled like cheese, but it's about. sweet. It's I know got, what you're is it monk fruit? No. No. It's got the spikes on it, and you open it up. Jackfruit. Jackfruit. Jack yes. Jackfruit. That I vegetarians love for a meat substitute. I love in Asian cultures, and I've seen this in Chinatown, too, that they have the fruit is, like, such um, an event in the meal, and it's, like, given as a gift. They have that beautiful fruit yes. in, like, those packages, and you're like, oh, my God, it is so 
pleasing and it's also so like how special to make the fruit like the star yeah the dessert like I just love that idea I love those um those like pears too that you get they're like really expensive they the have big a big Asian the big Asian yeah. pears I think that's what they're called I hope that's what they're called <laughs> we get um, flagged um no I know it's just like uh, that is you do get to have those experience here in New York they're smaller like I remember rocking dogs around kind of where you live mm-hmm. and there's a lot of Indian um, grocery yes, stores on third avenue yeah. yeah I've been into a few of those they're really interesting too you know, yeah. it's just nice to go in and be like wow these are this, you're not gonna find this in Whole Foods no you get like spices that you wouldn't normally get I bet you could probably get vanilla bean there for a lot less than Whole Foods oh I bet you could too yeah, yeah. the other grocery store experience I want to get to try but I never have because it's nowhere near our neighborhood is Zabar's <gasps> I love Zabar's let's it's a Jewish grocery store yeah, right yeah. yeah but it's it's just like very I would say for foodies for foodies yeah, yeah. I actually I think that they don't they have one in Brooklyn am I wrong I, I have- wouldn't doubt it there's just not a big Jewish population in Queens yes I I I'm pretty sure that I have been to one in Brooklyn and it was gorgeous. The the way it was inside, it was almost like uh, an old timey, um, uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Mm. Like a market? I'm thinking, yeah, it was like an old, kind of an old world, like, um, supplies, you know? Yeah, like, like a old, general store. Kind of like a general store yeah. vibe. Like yes. I need five Kalamata olives. Yes. Yeah. And like, like, go get like, it for you. Yeah. And like, beautiful. Yeah. Like, stuff behind the counter. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it makes it feel so professional and cared for and just like kind of such an experience versus like going into Kroger where you're and like, guessing your meats. Yeah. Or like, yeah, going into Costco and just like grabbing a gigantic slab of <laughs> beef <laughs> where you're like, is this provisions. The right po- That's the word I was yes. thinking of. Provisions. Oh, provisions it's like a provision. Such a great word for we food. Need provisions. I love throwing that out. Like, okay, you guys go to the hotel. I'm gonna go get provisions. Yes. Or like, like I'm a douchebag. Like, yeah. <laughs> Zaybars and um, a place that's kind of similar to this is Russ and Daughters on Houston. In I don't Village. think I've ever heard of them. Oh my gosh, it's so it's so gorgeous. But it's like the type of place that you would go in, and you're like, oh my god, you know they have caviar in here. Yes. They have oh, the high end. I want to try caviar. They do have some caviar. I've been looking into it because I've been thinking about. Um, you know just incorporating it into some recipes but they do have caviar at Whole Foods I looked up a couple things that said like if you're gonna get caviar this is what to look for it said don't get caviar that's in cans get it from the refrigerated section okay get it so you want to check to make sure it has low salt content usually the ones that are in cans they just have a high salt content and it said that actually like you don't need to buy caviar that's $60 or whatever certainly there are higher end brands but you can get just as good caviar if you know what to look for, which is refrigerated. It should be um, in a glass jar that you can see the little eggs. And you want to make sure it doesn't look mushy in there. You want to be able to actually yes. see the eggs, the separation. And they, and it said, like, you could really find something about $16. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable for a fun little neat Oh snack gosh. to yeah, flex in front of your friends. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh who, chips, who'd sour like some cream, and roe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I'm yummy. I'm definitely fell sucker to the tin fish craze and the caviar thing. 
that happened a few months ago on TikTok. Me too. And I have always really liked tinfish. I like sardines. I think that they taste really good on like a nice little seeded cracker, like Mary's Gone Crackers, mm. or like a little piece of um, sourdough toast with a little Dijon mustard. And then you put the little fish on it and it's just nice and salty and yummy. And you have it like, you know, if you want to have like a glass of like white wine with it or like a little seltzer water and it kind of makes you feel like oh am i french am i living a french lifestyle right now bonjour which kind of like can lead into the next journey that we were going to get to after this one oh absolutely yeah i think i'm ready to go on that are you ready i am so ready (laughs) are you guys ready it's romanticizing your life like just you know if you want to eat a snack maybe try the fancier snack try the fancier snack i i love romanticizing your life and i think that this journey is so on brand for us because it's like we were talking about earlier like we're never going to be gwyneth paltrow and we don't want to okay we, we can't i don't know how to get there i i how do you get there yeah you have to be born into wealth and fame yes and we just weren't we're an every girl and when you're an every girl sometimes you're broke but you know what really helps your money go a long way and imagination <laughs> and it's nobody talks about that nobody talks about it and you I have, can really delude is that the right word you can delude yourself deluding is uh, if there is one message you take away from this <laughs> well as I was mentioning <laughs> just delude 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 as I was mentioning a couple episodes ago I was reading a really great book called the psychology of money and uh I can't recommend this book enough it's a fun easy read yes I did pay for it but it, it's it it's an easy read and it teaches you a lot about like why you buy stuff. And a, and a lot of the reason a lot of us buy stuff is because we want people to like us. But actually people don't ever like us based on like the fact that you have a designer sweater. No, you know? they don't remember that. Yeah. And from so- what I've heard, it's more likely the Maya Angelou quote. They'll remember how you made them feel. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you're a cunt. Sorry to use that word on this podcast. I know we'll bleep that out. On technically the, a clean. On the YouTube. If you're a um, if you're a <laughs> nasty woman, which I don't even think like that word. The c I word, use that for men. I, and I take. I it, love I take throwing it at men. I take it back. You know that I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I use it for so friends. English of you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. But if you're you know if you are a nasty person, people are gonna remember you're nasty whether you're wearing a nice sweater or not. Yes. So anyway, save money on the sweater just romanticize your life I love it I actually was trying to do this yesterday as you know we're having horrific construction in my building which is fun for me because I love feeling victimized Mm. actually you know Mm. I'm like I'm like oh I can't believe they're doing it again (laughs) to us oh my god me (laughs) I I actually said to the guy Elvis sweet guy I'm like I'm like when you meet a man named Elvis who is Ukrainian and who's doing the work in your apartment. He is, (laughs) he was a lovely guy. And he, you know, the thing with the construction, it's like, it's been a nightmare and it, and it's just like one of those classic New York City things where you have no control over it. Because even if we owned our apartment, which we don't, um, again, uh, psychology of money, romanticizing. Yes. Um, even if we did own it, we'd have no control over this because it's part of a building. And the building has to have these intense renovations. So. Yes, or you'll have a crumble or have a massive gas leak and it explode yeah, yeah. like and we don't want 10 that. years ago. And we yeah. don't want that. Yeah. You know, like they are always having all the time. Yes. Um, 
so anyway, so I was like kicked out of my apartment and I was like really tired and upset and I went and I was having coffee and I just, I had this lovely matcha and I captured it on my phone and I thought, you know what? I actually, romanticizing your life is a mindset where you're shifting from feeling like bad to feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm special and everything that's happening is special. And every there is, moment, every moment, there is nothing more fun. Yeah. Making like a little tea for yourself. Oh my gosh. Tiny tea. Going for a walk. Like okay, before I could just be like, I have to walk. Now you're just like, I'm going to take in the sights. Shifting <laughs> that mindset. Yeah. Like, I, and I love it too, of operating. It's almost like a shifting to a mindset of self love and doing things for yourself that feel fun. Like I have been getting really into taking baths number one because it's cheap yes I'm like this is a cheap thing it's relaxing it's relaxing it actually is relaxing I put on a podcast I put my um I have eucalyptus oil I put that in the bathtub I do a face mask I just sit in there and I'm like oh my gosh like am I a countess yes I feel rich which we were just saying like I feel like romanticizing your life is basically just making your taste match your budget yes yeah just like I, I love baths. That like that. That's the thing I can only afford now because I don't have a hot tub. Yes. Yeah. yeah I love baths. <laughs> uh, you know, I, when I was reading the Psychology of Money, it was really forcing me to confront some of my own spending, which I think I do a lot out of scarcity mindset. And you know, there are also I know we've talked about this on the podcast before too, but like there are tons of studies that show like people do not know. People literally in a scientific study cannot tell if you are wearing the exact same outfit every time you see them no. they can't tell they'll never know so if you need to um and and also basically it said in the psychology of money it was like the best way to save money and build wealth is just cut down on your spending yeah just spend you know there are so many things that you can enjoy that do not cost money like podcasts like this one my gosh podcasts are like just cozying up in your favorite chair and reading a book Ah, books. Or an article on your phone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, read an article on your phone. And, like, even... I think that's something, too, that we don't do when we get caught up in, like, work mindset, like, going back and forth between stuff. It's, like, actually setting time aside and reading from, like... Like, I've been reading this book. It's called Audition by Michael Shirtliff. It is, like, the classic acting technique book. And I have just... Because it's really dense and boring, even though I love it because it was written in the 70s and it has like hilarious 70s yes. language. Just uh, hit her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just slap a broad in the face. Um I started reading it because I couldn't get through it. I couldn't get myself to read it. So I just started reading a little bit every morning, like one chapter every morning with my cup of coffee by the window, picking my little spot. Mm. Even though I was only doing it for 10 minutes a day, it was like, oh my God, that was so much more fun and made my day so much richer doing that than like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through my phone. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, yes. And I think also forming routines kind of, make me feel like I'm romanticizing my life like I've did this every Sunday I either go for a run or for a walk and then I go to the little flower cafe cafe love it it. and that's my treat and I'm like it's my small it's only ten dollars I do find that expensive but if you're only doing that like once a week who cares oh my gosh ten dollars yes nothing or like setting time to like watch a movie and make a snack or like I think also, uh, putting a snack on a plate and um, 
kind of plating it oh in a way gosh. that looks fancy. Yes, a small plate. A small plate. Yes. yes. I uh, like. I got into um, elevating my lunches Ooh. last week. A oh few my gosh, weeks I ago. love it. I love it. <laughs> like not making a sad salad, making a fresh vinaigrette, and then um, putting extra f- like chickpeas in there, or maybe a few herbs. Oh. Like, so it's not just like a sad salad. Yeah. Not just like you're taking a bag, you're taking a handful of lettuce, you're putting in there and you're like putting dressing on it and then you're eating it. Yes. You eat with your eyes. Eat with your, yes. Making your meals look a little bit better. You know what I love to do? Cause I'm back off sugar now. I'm not doing sugar anymore right now. Cause I was, I went fully, I fully went out of control in Aruba and I was eating (laughs) pistachio gelato every single day because, you know, I, I have to get over this. um, I have a very all or nothing mentality and it it was definitely an all. I was all, um, but you know, you want to treat yourself and um, basically I'm yo-yo dieting and I want to break away from that, but I've been really trying to romanticize my healthy eating choices as well. Instead of being like, Oh, like, Oh, I have to eat like carrots and celery. It's like, I'm, creating a crudite yes. I love having a big plate full of a lot of different small things you yes know? and if you're doing like if you want to do like low sugar no sugar like a few little carrots some tzatziki some olives um maybe you have a few little slices of a tart green apple a little few slices of cheddar a few almonds oh my gosh and then you take you have a little grazing station and you take it over to the couch and it's like suddenly it is this gorgeous cheese platter yes and then again am i french am i french right now Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> i love it i love it i love romanticizing your life and i think that's part of the reason that i like i you know i'm not going fully back to the grocery store journey right now but i do want to say like when i go into the grocery store i feel at home i feel at home in there even if it's a crappy grocery store because i love just going around the grocery store so many scenes and tv you know it's like you never know what could happen you could meet yes. someone and fall in love yes i'm in a committed relationship or like really checking out every single product and yeah. then maybe like try something different splurge on a you know, oh, a splurge a, on something you've never used before exactly like get some capers <laughs> oh oh i love capers Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I love going to grocery stores too um, because I also love to see like what's on sale. Even yes. if it's an expensive grocery store, if I like, I like to go in on the way home because I, I'll be like, oh my God, yogurt. Yogurt is always on sale. Yes. And I love my yogurt. Um, I don't know what's going on with eggs right now. Oh yeah, they're still through the roof. Are they still through the roof? It's been a bunch of bird flu outbreaks. That's why they're so expensive. Oh, I thought we had like an ample amount of chickens in the U.S., I don't know. Uh, you know, I, when I was in Aruba, again, I have to say, like, going back to the grocery store in Aruba, first of all, the bakery was so incredible. And I had this, I had this, it was so amazing. It was a raisin. As you know, I love raisins. Raisins are life. Raisins get a bad rep. If you don't like raisins, fuck you. <laughs> like I, I don't understand the hatred towards raisins. I had, I was having these every morning. They were absolutely terrible for my body and they were filling me with no energy okay but they were these luscious raisin buns I'm talking it was like a giant bun with the raisins suspended throughout so pillowy evenly placed such an even distribution it was so gorgeous and that's why I do love even though Whole Foods I will 
shit on it because Jeff Bezos owns it. And like some of the stuff in there is so expensive, but they have their own fresh bakery. They make breads in house. And I love that. I love a fresh bakery at a grocery store. I think it is so yummy. I prefer getting sandwich bread from the bakery. Yeah. I can't do the one that you get on the bread aisle. I, I, I can't yeah. do it. A lot of those breads have preservatives in them. A lot of them have sugar in it. Even the healthy bread, like Dave's, Dave's, or like the Ezekiel bread or Dave's killer breads. Ugh, I do not like the way those taste. You can technically eat those, I think, on like, you know, if you're doing no sugar or like very low carbs, but like they're yeah. just not yummy. They're just not yummy. I dated a guy who was really into day trading and taking human growth hormone and he would eat a lot of Dave's killer bread. We only dated briefly. But that is such a weird trope about that like day trading world of that they want to live forever. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I want to trade stocks back and forth until I die because my life is so great. <laughs> um, I have no personal relations in my life, but I just want to keep this going. <laughs> I love a grocery store too. Uh, grocery stores, I think they're they're so I, this is what I love about a grocery store I love a grocery store with really good cheap prepared foods and when I was in Aruba the the superfoods they had the the little chicken salad like I said little tuna salad little crab salad that there's just single portion and it was like two dollars a portion they had tiny portions of coleslaw the best coleslaw I have had in my life I Mike was like you're making sweeping statements I like <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee and I start being like this is the best coleslaw I've ever had in my you life have to look me this. in the eye look me in the eye and you've had tell me you've had better coleslaw he's like okay sweeping statements um but it, it was so good and it was so cheap and I swear I almost I was on the verge of buying a full suitcase of groceries and packing it in my suitcase they had goji berries there that were seven dollars for 12 ounces yeah I don't I've lately been going to the grocery store and I'm like this. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I have to put a few items back. Like this is insane that I got four items and it's close to 50 bucks right now. I know. The inflation is so, it's so upsetting. But don't you love when you, I usually do this on every trip that I do. You end up eating something there or finding something at their grocery store. And then you're like, I'm going to see if they have this back in the States Mm. and then you start making that as your meal. Like when my sister and I went to Barcelona for a friend's meal and every slash deli cafe or um, corner store bodega that they had there, they had like, you could always get this one sandwich that was basically like garlic bread, slightly toasted with the, like the inside Mm. of a tomato slightly uh, smeared on it. My sister and I would call it tomato essence. (laughs) And we couldn't fit. We were like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like the wet part of the seed, but it's not the outside hard part. It's like if you just cut open a tomato and scooped it. Oh, it's like the, I love it. It's like a jam. It's the spirit of the tomato. Oh, yummy. Lightly rubbed on the sandwich with manchega cheese. And I so French was obsessed with it. Oh, so Spanish, I mean. I was obsessed. Oh, that sounds, I love Manchego. That's one of my favorite hard cheeses. Yes. I did find, well, I got really into eating the Dutch licorice when I was in Aruba, which I love. I don't know what it is about me. I'm like, there could not be a clearer sign that I am in my middle age than the fact that I love licorice so much (laughs) that I was eating it to the point that I was feeling sick and then I would not. And then the next day I'd be like, man, that licorice really gave me a stomachache, but I I guess I'll have a little bit more. Mm, I like, well, you're like, I like as an adult, you end up getting more into like texture and weird flavors. Yes, it's like savor. It's a savory flavor, a savor. Yes, where you're like, I don't want, I can't do a uh, sour patch watermelon because it rips my mouth apart. Yeah, I know. It's like too much. 
and after three watermelon slices, you're like, I can't taste any. I don't know what I know. flavor tastes Give like me anymore. A gummy that tastes like mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay, <laughs> that is what I can handle. The the licorice I was eating, I have to tell you though, it was. Oh, they have these little. They're like little pastilles. Yes, I love those. Like, they're like it's like the licorice on the outside, a little crunchy, hard shell yeah and they're like oh my god those are so amazing and then i was also getting this type of licorice called school cridgets which i think that's called chalk mm. means chalk in dutch and it's like a little white can hard candy shell licorice and then like a gooey candy yeah some kind of gooey nougat inside those were the ones that were cramping my stomach pretty bad yeah but like so good so good and then i kept being like you know and then also i had the justification i'm like well i'm i'm here in dutch this Dutch Aruba. When in Rome. Yeah, when in Rome. You eat I'm a just, whole bag of licorice. You just eat an entire bag of licorice until your heart stops. <laughs> it will stop your heart. Did you know that? No, I didn't know if that. I knew licorice. it. Ha- licorice has a weird thing, like medically to it. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's the anise. Is it made from anise? I think yeah. that's what it is. Like if you have too much, and it's like if you eat like ounces and ounces days in a row, it can put you into heart failure. <laughs> so <laughs> that is knew? a disclaimer. Yeah, again, we are not doctors. No, but I. that's like, the other thing, because I had a friend that went to, I forgot where she went. I want to say Japan. And she came back with like a gooey rice treat with sesame seeds oh, on it. And yum. I was like, not used to my American taste palette, but I was obsessed because you're like, it's just different. Yeah. I don't know how to explain this. Like I got into those like bean patty candies. Oh, the mochi. mochi. Yeah. I love mochi. And you're like, I don't know if I necessarily think this is really yummy but I'm like obsessed with the texture of it and then I'm eating something that I'm not used to eating I love can I tell you I love mochi I'm obsessed with those I've never done the ice cream one but I usually when I go to the Green Bay on Broadway they they have those individual ones yes and that would be my little treat (gasps) oh I love the red bean and then they have like matcha I, those are the ones I like. I've never had the black sesame seed one, but I do. I love um, the red bean and the matcha. I love red bean for some reason. Yeah. It's just like, it's like sweet, but it has that rich flavor of bean. Yeah. I love that. And I love that they have like those, ha- they have like a little flower on the outside too. Yeah. It's so, so you're like, I'm just, this is such a weird flavor palette. I can't get over it that you just want to keep eating it until you kind of like figure out what it is necessarily. Yeah, it's it's actually It's um, just like rice with beans and sugar. The out the outside coating, my sister-in-law brought some for um Christmas this year and she was showing us a video of how the they traditionally made mochi but they just pound the rice down. They pound it. Yeah. And it has that and it like pound it's and stretch, gooey. pound and stretch. Yeah. I never I never knew that that's what it was. I thought it was some kind of like gelatin but rice is really fascinating it's like wow it turns into a rice roll in a way yeah which i love those too yeah it it, it can change consistency kind of like when brad i used to fish and to get it to stick on your hook because carp like it you would just keep mashing it and mashing it until it get into a play-doh yeah but i feel like that is the equivalent of what moshi is is just you just keep mashing rice over and over until it becomes one like dough and I love I do love those little like that talk about romanticizing your life like being out needing a snack and then going and getting a little fresh mochi and they have them if you're in New York they have them all around the city in every a lot of corner stores yes they're so and then you take it and you're like mm, this is my little and so filling yes is that that's why I love the red bean ones too because it's like it it, it is it's not like a snickers or something no. where you're gonna feel like just a and weird sugar rush afterwards and then like kind of depressed. Yeah. Later. Like it feels like a snack that you're like, okay, I don't think this is super bad for me. It's not. It's yeah. it can't be. Yeah. 
There's no way. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening to Lady Journey, everybody. Romanticize. Yeah. Oh my gosh, take this. Put your earbuds in and go for a walk in the park. Yeah, and romanticize. The hot girl walk, I feel like, is a category of the romanticizing of like, th- yes. now it's just a hot girl walk rather than a walk. It does actually feel like that is the entire function of social media. Yeah. To be like, oh, like you, I had tea in my home. Like, that's not sad. It's romantic. Yes. When you, if you make a meal at home and you feel like it's a sad, lonely person meal, put a garnish on it or add a few olives to the side so it feels like something different. And then take a photo and let everyone that you know <laughs> know about it. Anyway, lady journey. Lady journey. <laughs>